afternoon, Patriots, and it's Tuesday, August 2nd in the year 2022. Before we begin, make sure you're taking good care of your immune system and your full body health, and that's why we have Expedition XPED, ExpeditionCoffee.com. Expedition Coffee is a health coffee designed to boost your full body energy, to give you a full focus on the whole day, and to boost your serotonin. In, in the overall body health. And it works together with another great series of products. One of those is the Gut Health Triad, which helps heal and seal your gut. And we have Immune XP, which is an immune booster based on pine cone extract. As well, we have other great products that go with this, one of which is Earth, which is a full body nutrient powder that you mix with water, drink it like a shake, and some new products on this site, one of which is Mitotherm which helps your body more effectively process fat. It's a fantastic boost to your athletic training that you're doing each day. And pretrition, which helps rebuild your body at a cellular level to keep that strong cellular DNA base. The final new product we have on there, which is great to check out, which is called Surge. And Surge is this, a an energy pack with vitamin C and other boosters to mix with water, drink it like a regular energy drink. You can have it before your workout, or after your workout, it's a fantastic boost to your full day. All of these products are designed to help enhance your body performance, give you more efficiency in your whole body per workout and in your whole body functioning, and to keep you strong and healthy, especially with your gut health, making sure that you're strong and healthy as you enter into these daily wars that we're in. So check out Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. You will not be disappointed. These are fantastic products. I use use them each day. They make a tremendous difference in your overall body health, your performance, and your mind clarity and focus through the entire day. Again, ExpeditionCoffee.com. Patriots, obviously in the news today is the normal insanity, but it's also these focus on Taiwan with everybody losing their mind over the uh, – Lizard head Nancy Pelosi arriving in Taiwan and the rattling of sabers over China. I really caution everybody from not jumping onto that one too much. This is not as it appears like most things. Keeping in mind that we have 1,052 biolabs in Taiwan. And from outer appearance, I would suggest that whatever Nancy Pelosi's job is there, there's probably two major functions one is from a dark side, she may actually have the keys or, quote, codes to release some sort of bioweapon on China because that would feed right into the deep state military industrial complex narrative of hoping to start another war and obscure all this other garbage that's going on. But there is something even more interesting, which I would suggest you consider, and that is that the arrival of Nancy Pelosi and letting her do her thing has functioned well from the strategies of bait allowing the military to position the U.S. military to position aircraft carriers and other battle groups in the area to prevent the plan of the CCP to launch a, an attack on CONUS using container ships, as was leaked about two months ago or maybe a month ago. But pay attention to that. There's a lot of games going on here. Nothing is as it seems at all. And as we know, this is a continued fight. We also have the retraction of our position with Taiwan. Take a listen to this. I've repeatedly said that we oppose any unilateral changes to the status quo from either side. We have said that we do not support Taiwan independence. And we have said that we expect cross-strait differences to be resolved by peaceful means. 
Taiwan is not what it seems. And I just need to keep people emphasizing this. It's easy to jump on board this concept of our allies were great. Taiwan is not what it appears. Keep in mind that Taiwan was settled by the nationalists of Chiang Kai-shek, which were part of a dual fight in China between Mao Zedong and, and the Chinese nationalists. It's essentially two deep state factions funded by different groups fighting each other for this control of that country. The interesting thing, as I brought up before, is that Wuhan was the capital for the nationalists after Mao Zedong took control in Beijing. So keep that in mind. There's no accidents here. And it's not at all lost on, shouldn't be lost on anybody that there was a many, many cell phones that went dead in Wuhan. And you have to wonder who was purging who, to be very honest with you. Because Taiwan, if you take the distance from Wuhan to Taiwan, it's only like 60 miles. So if there was a hundred, if there was a thousand fifty-two bioweapons labs in Taiwan, ask yourself really how we were able to get a bioweapons lab in Wuhan that was developing something that could be harmful to China. Again, this is not as it seems. It's definitely not China. It's the CCP that's the evil, and there's the specific aspect of the CCP, which is being run and commandeered by deep state elements, most likely tied to the Han Dynasty. So this is a complex situation. It's people are jumping all over the panic button, all over everybody getting all hyped up. I swear, I think patriots and in general, and I just have to say this, I think patriots enjoy the idea of war. It gets them excited. It's kind of like some guys watching porn. I think that people get excited about the idea we're going to nuclear war. It's going to be the end. I got to get my go bag ready. Got to go dig my, dig my bunker. Oh, it gives them purpose. We shouldn't be looking for any of that. It's kind of ridiculous. And there's no reason to get excited about it. It's part of the game of awakening people. I will tell you that the one cure for people that are asleep is to take them right to the edge of nuclear war where every single thing that they thought was real is now falling apart. And that's happening. So whether by design or consequence of just some bumbling idiots running the world, which there is that too. Let's never discount the potential for stupid people to take power and have a lot of power with very low intellect. There is this ability to push the world over the edge to the point where it is cured from its cultish brainwashing, which is likely what's coming out of some of this anyway. Again, it's a game. It's a drama. And we can't control it, so I'm not going to get wrapped up over it for sure especially when we have other very pressing issues like transgenders trying to groom your kids. I think that's a little more important, quite frankly. That's the real fight. So keep your eyes on the, on the prize. It's always Christ. We know that. And this, we're going to talk more about this after the prayer. I've got some pieces I want to play for you that will kind of put some of this in perspective. But just wanted to hit that right off the top because it's all over the news. It's all over Patriot channels everywhere. I mean, I swear it's like you would expect people are out here, but I think they probably are. They're probably loading up their rigs today. Get that survival bucket going. All right, get those noodles cooking. Get that wood stove chopping. Get that get that Jeep loaded up. We're going to the mountains, baby. We're going to eat tuna for the next 10 years. Hope you enjoy that. Hope you got crackers too. Anyway, Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. <laughs> Hey, Father, we are here today actually kind of enjoying the show. 
quite frankly, pretty amazing times that we live in. And we're blessed, as always, to have eyes to see and ears to hear. Father, we really pray just for this calm and, and fearless walk that can settle on everybody's heart. That we need literally resolved and clear view and temperance right now more than ever. Our world is being led by a batch of idiots. I don't know how else to say it. And while we pray for them, we also know that their intentions by many are not for the benefit of your children or your world. It is all geared towards their benefit or else. Kind of a take it or burn it all down strategy. So, Father, we're going to begin our prayer today is a prayer for the awakening of the hearts and accepting of Jesus in many of these evil people in the world. We have to pray for our enemies, and today we will. Today we are going to pray for Nancy Pelosi. As screwed up drunk as she is, we pray that she can be saved. We pray that she can find that moment that she's confronted with Jesus and she faces her mortality in such an amazing way that she's brought to the world on her knees, gives testimony to her acceptance of Christ to disrupt the entire deep state. We pray for Harari, who is a fascist little troll. He's also gay. We pray that he can find his way through his nonsense and find the true relationship with Jesus to realize just how deceived he was, to force into his heart a confession to the world, a repentance, a recanting of all that he has said, to retract and to disrupt the plans of those that have been following his obsessive belief in AI control and the minimizing of humanity. We pray for Kamala Harris. Oh, this is a hard one, Father, but we're going to do it today that she may stop her bumbling foolishness and find an, an experience that brings her to her knees in front of Christ, that forces her once again to confess her sins, to confess her total sins of who she is and to confess them to the public. We pray for the leaders of this world to be truly touched by the blood of Christ, to come to that place of honesty, truth, repentance in the heart, not an expansionist view to try to conquer and save other cultures, but rather to preserve what we have, to be, be speakers and defenders of the lands that we have, stewards for the people, and emissaries of peace and love, rather than obsessive compulsive desires to take control and dominate people with power and evil. We pray for the Larry Finks, Larry Fink himself, who is tripped up believing that he is a God himself, who believes that somehow that in his world he can build an artificial intelligence known as Aladdin that can rule the world. And we pray with that that this artificial intelligence, as it, it scrapes the web and comes in counter with the many social media aspects, can start to be dismantled and disrupted by the very existence of prayer and faith as it creates illogical circuits within its OODA loops and causes it to implode and collapse. May we see that someone like Larry Fink may find that power in Christ to let go of his wealth, to see that the, the futileness of this existence that he's built, that he's not going to live long, that he's not going to live forever, and instead that his wealth should be turned to the people for the benefit of the improvement of humanity, not to the benefit of his elite few that seek to dominate and control. 
Father, we extend this same prayer over all of those in Wall Street that are consumed with their own greed and their own consumption of wealth and obsessed with the dollar. May that idol be burned in their hands. May that whole focus be collapsed around them. And may they come to an understanding and a realization of the power of Jesus in their heart. May they confess these statements to the world to dismantle the perceptions of who they are and the followers that they have. And may we see the dismantling of the deep state, not by force, not by blood, but by the acceptance of the love of Christ in their heart to see it dismantled and pulled apart and destroyed before our very eyes. Father, we know that justice is yours. And we are standing here in the gap praying for these people, praying that they can be converted, praying that they can find their way home, praying that they can find salvation through Christ. Because we know that forgiveness is ultimate is as if, if they accept Jesus. We know that. We know that this is a bold prayer and bold request. But in war like this, we need to reach for the sky, and we're doing just that now, Father. Change the strategy. Not stand in with an angry sword of steel, but to wield the sword of the Spirit in the most powerful way, Father, as you've taught us and as we're seeking now, to truly see our enemies be dismantled by the kindness and the love of prayer that we can extend to them. They have done unspeakable sins, many of them, and that is for you to judge. But in this moment in time, we're letting that go. That is for a judgment that we place before you, that we as people are praying for their salvation in Christ so that they can be fully accountable before you. And as they do that, they will be judged by you for what they have done. Father, this time is a difficult time because there is so much turbulence, so much chaos, so much deception, so much lie. And so many people are deceived by the false idols. And so as we close this prayer today, Father, we pray for the collapsing of idols, that the, the true sight can settle in on people's heart, that they can truly see who these people are with total transparency and see the shallowness of what it is that they have been worshiping, to truly see this idol for what it is. It's nothing. It's mortal. It's man. It's just a stunt. It's a kabuki theater. And let them realize how shallow their existence has been because they have been deceived by these that seek to portray themselves as false gods. Guide us, Father, in this time. Bless us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. We have got to change this game aggressively. We have to stop complying with their rules. Part of our rules are to bring a change in the focus of our prayers to disrupt them at their core. There's nothing more disruptive to an enemy is when its enemy becomes given, gives its soul and its life to Christ. That breaks its ranks and file. That's important. But there's still a lot of things we have to face. I want to give you some perspectives here on China. There's a lot of things going on to explain what is actually happening. First off, I want you to get a perspective on just how wonderful our CIA has been from countries around the world. To think of the democratic governments that have been overthrown uh, in the last 30 years by military coups is almost like giving a capsule history of CIA covert operations in the last 30 years. I mean, there, there was the overthrow of Prime Minister Mossadegh in, uh, in Iran in 1953. There was the overthrow of Arbenz in Guatemala in 1954. 
There was the um, overthrow of the Brazilian government in 1964. There was the overthrow of the Ghana government in 1966. A lot of the governments I just mentioned got into trouble with the international oil companies because they tried to assert their national prerogatives over their own resources. Time after time, the CIA has come in on behalf of those multinational companies. So things to begin with, the perception of the United States isn't all love and hugs. I think that's what's really important to appreciate. So when you're looking at the problem that's going on over in Taiwan, remember there's always two lenses, Chinese perspective and our perspective. Now I want to give you a Chinese perspective on what's going on here, which I think is very interesting. It's a little bit of our own stuff in there too, but pay close attention to the concept of what they see us like. What is not news is that China itself is under threat. These American bases form a giant noose encircling China with missiles, bombers, warships, all the way from Australia through the Pacific to Asia and beyond. I mean, if you were in Beijing looking out, you stood on the tallest building in Beijing and looked out at the Pacific Ocean, you'd see American warships. You'd see Guam is about to sink because there's so many missiles pointed at China. You'd look up at Korea and see American armaments pointing at China. You'd see Japan, which is basically uh, uh, Japan's a glove over the American fist. I think if I was Chinese, I'd have a little to worry about, about American aggressiveness. And we have China surrounded, uh, and we're doing more all the time to try and keep it surrounded and deepen that containment of China. Uh, but China presents a fascinating case of a country that is independent, doesn't have foreign bases on its territory, uh, growing very rapidly, not as rapidly now as it did for 30 years, but still uh, the second-ranking economy in the world. We have an adversary, and that adversary is China, and that adversary, uh, unless there is dramatic reform inside China, will be our enemy someday. One myth... Um I think really that needs to be dispelled was that somehow China's aiming to replace America and, and, and going to run the world. <laughs> it's not, well, first of all, the Chinese are not that stupid. The West, with its Christian uh, roots, are about converting other people into their beliefs. The Chinese are not about that. It's, it's just the... I'm, I, again, I'm not degrading the Western culture. I'm just pointing out the inherent nature, the DNAs of two different cultures. The Chinese, 2,000 years ago, built the Great Wall to keep the barbarians out, not to invade them. I think these are some very important perspectives. And again, when we start talking about Chinese needing to make reforms, talking about the pot calling the kettle black, we have enormous amount of change and fixing we have to do internally. We aren't, our poop smells like everybody else's. So this is not about waving a Chinese flag, but it's always about keeping balance and perspective of what's really going on because that's how we find reason and knowledge and truth. All right now there's two sides, each seeing this fight from different angles, and our side is being heavily driven by a military-industrial complex. It's drooling like a dog in front of a big wet stake because they want nothing more than a war to get more big budgets and to send more bodies 
in the form of American soldiers and contracted agents into a war and get them killed. They don't care about the body count. What they care about is the money. And that's our part of the problem. The CCP has their own problem. And it's an enormous problem right now because one of the things that's happening in China is that they're having a massive implosion in their property markets. Evergrande is going into receivership, bankruptcy. People can't get their money out. But here's a little footnote for you. This is quite amazing because I talked about this last night on Fishers of Men, but little did I expect to find this today. China is leading the world in a people's revolt against the state and the banking system. And what are they doing? They're refusing to pay their mortgages. The CCP knows how volatile this is. Because the last time they stood up against the people that had a people's movement was Tiananmen Square and over 10,000 people died. They're very sensitive to the outcomes of this. And the people in China are standing up against tyranny, something we could take a lesson from. Our countries are different. Our DNAs are different. But our cultural DNA and our political DNA. But the governments themselves are the problem. Governments are corrupt. And they're corrupt deeply. And they're using us as pawns in their fight and rule of the world. Take a listen to this as our perspective on the world about the rules-based order that was set up by the Clintons. The uh, rules-based order is, of course, the Blair and Clinton alternative to international law. They invented their own rules. And if you don't follow their rules, NATO will visit you. And that's not a future that the vast majority of people in the world are prepared to put up with anymore. You saw what happened when Lavrov went to the Arab League. All the Arab leaders were queuing up to shake hands with him. You saw the statement from Museveni, the president of Uganda today. We cannot hate Russia, he says. After all, he says, we've forgiven the colonial countries that occupied us and looted us including looting our people as slaves. We forgave them. Russia never did any harm to us. China never did any harm to us. How can we possibly hate them? That's the prevailing attitude in the world, including in Latin America. True statement right there. The colonial-based order, which we've been under for hundreds of years now, is rooted out of England and the empire and the lizard head that did, took that throne. And that doesn't say anything. I've always had to qualify this. It has, says nothing about our amazing and wonderful British patriots that we love dearly. But we all are stuck with these lizard head thrones on our, on our countries. And it is a point now where we have to throw them off. The world is not what it seems. We're, being, we're looking at this world through a varied optic that's controlled by them, and we have to be careful not to fall into their narrative traps. And the thing is not unraveling cleanly like a Tom Clancy novel. This is war, move, counter move. Like all strategies, nothing lasts past first contact. You have to evolve, and tactics have to be developed, and people have to be adaptable. But the one biggest reason that there is a spat going on over in China right now is this, what happened over the weekend. Putin and China just did the unthinkable, and the West is in big trouble. The alliance between Russia and China is awesome. I mean awesome in a dramatic shift of the entire world economic order kind of way. 
What happened this week is absolutely groundbreaking and was probably the biggest story of the last 30 years, but it hardly got any news coverage at all. Seriously, one of the most important stories of our lifetime happened this week, and almost no one covered it. Russia joined forces with China to create their own new reserve currency. Officially. Yes, it's happening, guys. This means that the new reserve currency won't be the U.S. dollar. This new currency will be based on rare earth minerals, guys. I've been saying this for a while, and that's why I'm personally investing in them, okay? Russia and China are moving their currency to gold, silver, uranium, nickel, copper, real, tangible things, guys. This means that Russia and China are tying their country's fortunes to minerals that they bring out of the ground and then sell to the rest of the world. Just look at how Russia started stockpiling gold over the last 20 years, while the United States went further and further into debt and printing money. Just look at this chart. This is gold. Astonishing. And this was all happening right out there in the open. Here is a headline two years before the war with Ukraine broke out. China and Russia ditched dollar and moved toward financial alliance. Yeah, and everyone else was ignoring it. We've had some recent dollar strengthening a little bit, but that's peanuts compared to what's actually happening because these BRICS nations have been in the midst of a 20-year plan to de-dollarize, de-dollarize. Even before the Ukraine conflict started, both China and Russia were stockpiling gold and working on denominating transactions outside of the United States dollar. It was another secret that was all right there out in the open for anyone to pay attention to. This is a massive challenge to the U.S. dollar, which isn't based on gold or anything. It's actually based on debt. Yes, the U.S. dollar is a debt-based currency. And the United States is $30 trillion in debt. China and Russia are sitting on mountains of minerals that the United States and Europe are clamoring for. Frankly, they're begging for them. And there you have it right there. This thing is at the end of the day about currencies. And those that are in control right now still trying to manipulate the dollar, the reserve currency of the world to try to keep it in power, don't want China or Russia to break free. And yet it's happening and they have no control over it. They will do everything they can to create a war. But I truly believe that in the end of this thing, no matter how this plays out, God has got this just in his grips. We will probably all be walked right to the precipice. I would hope that those walking with Christ will truly enjoy this show because you will see more people awaken and more people come to Christ and our walk is right there to guide them, to help them, to lead them. But for the many that have been living in the matrix and are still deep in the matrix, there's only one cure to the brainwashing of the cult. It's anxiety and fear. And when they finally start to see their world that they were so sure it was going to be perfect, fall apart and walk to the edge of extermination, when they believe that the only life that they have is in this mortal form, you watch how quickly they start to seek new answers. That's where we are. And that's where we wait. Because right there, all we have to do is extend the hand of grace. And from that point forward, it's their choice to make, but a walk truly that will transform them with the love of Jesus. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. So keep your prayers up for this nation and the people of this world. This is the moment of a great spiritual awakening, and we need to keep our prayers focused there. In the end, God will always win, but he is here in this time and this place. He has us here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. Walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless. 
and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, 
stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.